Hello and welcome to Metal Vice, a podcast where we talk about all things music. Well, the things we care about. Right, which is mainly metal music and live music. I'm one of your hosts, Brian, joined by my other host. Karen. And like we said, mainly metal music, mainly live music. Uh, it's definitely live music, but not metal music, this, no. <laughs> this show. Um, what are we talking about today? Uh, the Stevie Nicks and Billy Joel concert in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, so let's pull up the information real quick. As you said, it's Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks, just those two. Um, it was at Nashville, Tennessee in the, what was the stadium again? Nissan. Nissan Stadium. Yes. Did you say that? Yeah, no, I just said Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> I didn't say Nissan. Anyway, this was the uh, Two Icons One Night show or tour. Oh, okay. And it was on May 19th of uh, 2023. Ticket prices. We were in the 100 section this time around, not the floor, um, but it was all seats on the floor. Anyway, yeah, I would not want to be on the floor at this yeah. stadium or at this show. That but would be it, annoying. But tickets for, for the 100 section we were at at the very end of it, uh, $219 a ticket, $57.31 in fees, and $4.28 in tax. Um, I guess where do we want to start? Do we want to start with Nashville as a whole and like sort of the trip going down there? Or do we want to start with sort of how we found out about the show and why we decided to go there type thing? Uh, you can start about why you wanted to go there. Okay, yeah. Um. As I said in the past, I'm a huge fan of piano bars. Those are like my favorite thing to do. It's my kryptonite. It's like my guilty pleasure. I don't know. Whatever you want to call it, it's the thing I love. Maybe even more than <laughs> going to a concert to some extent. Um, it's just so much fun. You just sit there, you you have a few drinks, and you get drunk and you do sing-along songs basically all night long, and it's a blast. So I love that shit so much. And Billy Joel is the music you're going to hear Billy Joel or Elton John, those two combined are probably 70% of what you're going to hear at a piano bar on a given night would be my guess. I would and, disagree with that, but I mean, I feel like the two times I've went, it's a lot of pop songs. Or three times, I guess I've been to three, but it's a lot of pop songs. There's definitely pop t- songs sprinkled in there, but you get a lot of Billy Joel, a lot of classic rock. Oh, okay. um, I feel like it's a lot of pop. Maybe. I mean, for you, two songs of pop is already too much. Well, yeah, but... I mean, when it's <laughs> four to one, I would say that they play more pop songs than they do Billy Joel. I don't know. Anyway. Um, anyway, that's my opinion. Yeah. You de- you definitely get pop songs, but you get a lot of, in my opinion, classic rock. So anyway, I'm a big Billy Joel fan just in terms of the music. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So our cat was being a little. Terror. Needy, <laughs> needy terror. We'll try this again. Um. But yeah, I mean, you like Billy Joel. Yeah, piano bars definitely got into Billy Joel because of that. Um, my mom, who we went to the show with, would probably argue and say it was music appreciation night, um, <laughs> which we can get into that here in a little bit. But we need to do a music appreciation night with her. Yes, where um, she's not allowed to touch it, and we <laughs> make her appreciate good music. Yeah, well, music, um, good, subjective, and all that fun shit. But anyway. We'll get into that here in just a second. But going back to this, the other thing from time to time, I will tend to stay up really late at night, drink a bit, and just listen to music essentially all night long. Okay. It's one of my favorite things to do. One night, I was in the mood to listen to Piano Man. So I was laying in bed, I think, and turned it on YouTube, found uh, Piano Man, and listened to it. And I was like, would kind of like to see Billy Joel live. Okay, cats in timeout now. <laughs> um, you were talking about YouTube. Yeah, and Joel. just playing it one night, and I was like, I would like to see him in concert. 
is he coming to Chicago? Because he doesn't... The last I knew, he wasn't touring. Okay. He does this sort of residency-type thing in Madison Square Garden. Oh, okay. Where he plays like once a week or once a month or every other week type thing. Sells out every goddamn show he plays there. And I think it's paid like a million bucks a show just on top of all the other sales and whatever kind of, you know, deal he has. But he needs to show up at Madison Square Garden. He loves New York. He's from New York. And just, you know, sell out every show you do is kind of an amazing thing to do. Like, that's a big venue, too. A lot of people go there and that's like, you know, the top of the top list of where they want to play. And he's just selling it out. So I was like, he's not going to be touring, but let's just check his website out and see if he's touring. And sure enough, he's going to be in Nashville, not Chicago, unfortunately. Otherwise, we would have stayed here for it. Yeah, of course. Which I don't really get, but whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know why not Chicago. But anyway, it wasn't Chicago. It was in Nashville. And we're like, we've never been to Nashville. Let's go check out that place. My mom was in Tennessee for work as well. So it was like, let's just ping her and see if she wants to go to the show as well. And sure enough, she was like, yes, I'd be down to go to this. I want to see this. This would be awesome. So... Yeah, we ended up going to that particular show, picking that and getting tickets for it. And yeah, um, back though to music appreciation night. <laughs> uh, I don't remember this necessarily as a kid growing up, but I do remember when we would eat, we would have music on a lot of the times. And it'd be stuff like 70s music, um, classic rock, Meatloaf in particular, he was on quite a bit, ACDC from time to time. But I kind of have a vague memory of Billy Joel 2, Piano Man. Like, I knew of that song from, I think, early on in my childhood. Okay. And music appreciation when my mom was living in Texas or in College Station. We would go down there for Christmas and we would have music appreciation night, as we said, where basically it was play a song, appreciate different styles of music. Because she knew we liked, or I liked metal. Um, At the time, I only liked country. Disturbed. Or, well, I listened to Disturbed, Linkin Park, or country. Yeah. And it was funny because as you were mentioning, like not letting her change the music because it would be like she would pick four songs and then we would play one, but it would be like 40 seconds into it. Like, no, this song's not good. Let's play a different one. Yeah. And it was like, but that's the whole point of music appreciation here, right? You have to experience different things. The one I remember is um, Linkin Park. I played Bleed It Out, I think it was. I think so. And like in the first 10 seconds, he says, fuck. And she got hung up on that. She's like, why do you say fuck? Why do you have to do that? And it's like, it's in the lyrics, like going out of my fucking mind, filthy mouth, no excuse. Like that's the whole, like that little part of the lyric right there is like, there's no excuse for that, but fuck it. I don't know. Um, I do remember that. What else? There was one other memory. Oh, every time we would do it, it would be play that one song I like. She would ask <laughs> us. And I knew exactly what song it is. It's the same song every time. I was like, you need to be more specific than this. I need more than just that one song. She's like, you know what songs like nope there's a lot of songs out there what song is it it was always voodoo by um oh godsmack she loves that song i didn't i didn't know that yeah so like when she wants to hear like our hard rock our metal-ish type music that's the one she wants to hear and she really <laughs> loves that song so it's like well when she comes we'll play voodoo <laughs> yes that way she can appreciate some music but once again like music appreciation what she would play is a lot of beatles a lot of elton john a lot of uh, uh, Billy Joel and like Eagles, all that classic rock stuff, right? And like I really appreciate classic rock. I love classic rock. I have a playlist. Usually when I'm doing homework, that's the that's the thing I listen to is classic rock. But 
Yeah, I was I was excited to see the show. Excited to go to Nashville. Um, I know you weren't necessarily excited for this. I was excited to go to Nashville. I wasn't excited for the show or other aspects of Nashville. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm not like a partier. I'm not a yeah. go-to-the-bars person. So I was like, that's not my scene. Um Two or three days with family is plenty. <laughs> Any family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're pretty loners. Yeah. Definitely the bar scene. Like we were we hung out a lot around the Broadway area, which is fine in small doses. And like we met up with a coworker our first night there and got some dinner with them and asked like what's what's going on around here, what's there to do? And his response was, Well, there's always bachelorette parties and bachelorette parties and then you're gonna see bachelorette parties and it was like four times in a row bachelorette 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 and that's what it was you saw party bus yeah. after party bus party tractor party <laughs> those little fire truck the fire truck once <laughs> the little pedal bike things yeah. of just bachelorette parties guys you mentioned they like all wear the same they thing. do like i've never seen that but they all wear the same thing so they either have the same shirt on the same like one was or one group that we saw like was wearing all denim, different denim, but like everybody was wearing denim, the same hat. Pink cowboy hats were really yeah. popular. And then the bride to be would have the white with the veil. Yeah. Like I don't know. I that's just not something we I did or I've ever participated in. I don't think I ever would. But Yeah, I mean and that's all right there in that Broadway area. It's fine for thirty minutes. Three hours, I was gonna say at most. Oh, okay. I mean, because the other thing is every single bar on that street has live music like almost all day, every day. Yeah. And that's super fucking awesome. I did enjoy that. You would you'd walk outside between bar to bar and it would somewhat meld and you couldn't like really hear the yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, I didn't like that when you're walking down the street. Um, you can hear it because it was warm. So they all had their windows open and you could hear this music at every bar. And it was just like kind of going together on the streets. And, and I then, didn't like that. But once you get in, it's like, that's the music you hear. Like we went into a couple of the bars and it was, it was nice. I liked it a lot. I love that atmosphere, that sort of music atmosphere at every single bar you go to. That's super cool. It reminded me a lot of New Orleans. Um, okay. Yeah, I went there that. for work and Bourbon Street was the same way. Very touristy, just like, just like this place was, but just by this place, I mean Broadway, mm-hmm. but yeah, very touristy and just live music. All day, yeah. every day. That's the other thing. It's only like two blocks on both sides of the street. It was, It's yeah. like this. And then everything else is just normal city, So a, downtown a, life. A few blocks in one direction. I don't know what direction we were going, but like a couple blocks, let's just say left of Broadway, um, we found Printer's Row. Uh, it's north of Broadway. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know what direction no, okay. it was what. But that's okay. I need to know what you're talking about to give the actual direction. <laughs> Two blocks north of Broadway, we found this alleyway called Printer's Row. And there was like a smaller, divey-ish bar that we went into for a few drinks. Um, the bartender, she was talking to another patron and just like, yeah, we, we get busy, but we don't get nearly as busy as they do down there because it's a little, little bit off the bean path type thing. I did enjoy that a lot. I like that area a lot. If we were down there, that's where I'd want to hang out. But... We also found the Gulch neighborhood. Yeah, it was like, well, there's a couple, or like it's like long, but like the North Gulch is where we actually went to see Closer. 
Corsair. Corsair, uh, a distillery. One of my favorite distilleries. We first went there a few years ago in Bowling Green, their their original distillery. It was six years ago. (laughs) Yeah, a few years ago. (laughs) I didn't realize it was so long. Yeah. And loved that place. They said they had a brewery in Nashville. So six years later, went back and wanted to check it out. Asked them if they made their beer when we got in. Like, oh, no, we stopped doing that a while ago. I was like, God damn it. Oh, well, whatever. Let's get some drinks and hang out here. Really cool building, an old rundown car factory. Everything in there, though, closed super early. It did, yeah. Like, the coffee shop closed at 3. Even the distillery closed at 7. And this was a Um, Saturday night, too. Yeah. uh, The Antique Archaeology is there. That's on History Channel, like American Pickers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it closed at six. We didn't realize that until six oh one. Yep. <laughs> so we couldn't go, even though we were like right there. But we did. We have seen the one in Iowa, but we didn't go to that one. Um. Yeah, I don't. There's like a Jack Daniels distillery there. Yeah, we didn't go in there. And a we couple just, other ones. Yeah, we just did the um, Corsair. Corsair. Yeah. Well, we didn't have any much time because we kind of forgot to go until late afternoon so we did so the show was friday night this was saturday we wandered the city a little bit saturday and our type of wandering is go to restaurant to restaurant bar to bar have a drink or two go to the next spot and just sort of wander the city that way um one of my favorite ways to honestly explore a city and just just go about it that way it's super relaxing and and whatnot so um but i was glad we you we were sitting at one place, like a Mexican restaurant in my mom's hotel, I think. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit, we were going to go there. Yeah. And they closed soon. Yeah, I'm glad that we remembered because we only had a few more hours. Right. That was right around 4 o'clock because yeah. at that time we were looking to go to the Grand Old Opry, which also closed at 4 yeah. o'clock. Yeah. And and it's not downtown. It's not. We thought it was. Like, we were all fucking lost. Yeah. I don't know what was going on. Well, when on. you Google it, it shows downtown, but then if you put in the address, it takes you like 12 miles away from downtown. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And then we found like this little paper map that showed it like you got to go 12 miles yeah. this way. Yeah. And one of them we found was it said it was downtown, like a, a 10 minute walk from yeah. us. Yeah. Um, also, the Country Music Hall of Fame is there. Yes. Um, yeah. Didn't go in that. That said tickets were sold out when we walked by on Saturday. Well, yeah, I don't know what that was tickets sold out for, yeah. though. They just had a sign saying sold out. Yep. So I don't know. Um. But yeah, that was that was Saturday. The only thing I guess I want to talk about that we didn't talk about yet is sort of the record store experience. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, you typed in record store near me, and you found one that popped yeah. up. That's normally how I find them in cities. It's just say record store near me. And then we walked to it, and it was like a record label. Yeah, yeah. In this like little neighborhoody area. Yeah, really like, cool spot. It it was like they're, I mean, we saw a lot of them, but they're kind of like either in. Uh, like old houses or what look like old houses or very, very small buildings. Like yep. it's not what I expected because I knew there was a lot of record labels there, but I expected them to be in bigger build, you know, like corporate building like yeah. things. But I mean, they're in like in little houses and stuff. There was the one um, RCA Victor. Yeah. That we found yeah. like this is tiny ass building yeah. that it was in. A yeah. tour had just rolled up. when we Yeah. So by. they do tours there. That would have been cool if we would have known about that. Yeah. Just a, do one. I mean, I remember grandma always having RCA records and it has yeah. the picture of the dog with yep, the, yep. what's that thing called? Like the, the, the old, um, crank, you crank it to listen to them. And the then old, it has the uh, thing that comes out of it. Record players. Yeah. Of like phonograph. Xylophone, right? Phonograph, I think. Phonograph. Yeah. I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, whatever. It's basically a record player, but old with like yeah, like you crank it and then it has like a thing that comes out to like get the music out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Then we went to another one because it said store, like yes. storefront yeah, yeah. or something. So we walked by that and it looked like it had been converted into a gym yeah. of a building somehow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, or maybe, I don't know, maybe it was in that building and we just need to go inside. Maybe. Um, but yeah, the where the dot was was a gym now. So that didn't work out. So then we, we went to the one I wanted to go to, which was Third Man Records. Yes. Which is Jack White's record. Yes. Um, I've known about this for years. I'm kind of sort of forgot it was in Nashville until two days before we left. I was like, oh, shit, that's right. That's supposed to be there. I want to go check that out. I knew it was going to be touristy to some extent. Like, there's a lot of really cool shit in there, but it's all third man merch, basically. Yeah. It's like a storefront. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a storefront for their record label. But they also found out they do tours. Only on Fridays, which we had free, and they only open tours up two weeks prior to your to your when they are doing the tour. And I was like, "Fuck, this is awesome! Let's go! Let's go try to do this." But it was two days before we left, and it had already sold out. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. "Fuck, yeah!" Because I've seen records get pressed on like the internet, right, where they show just this, like a little puck of wax. They put it down and they press it, and then boom, there's your record, and you cut the edge off, and boom, it's good. And when they do splatter, just that puck of wax, so they dip in other okay. beads and press that down. That's how you get like the, the splatter. Um, I was super excited to go check that out. I would, I would love to do a tour of one of those places and yeah, just see it. We'll have to do it sometime. Um, but it was a little disappointing that if we if I would have thought about it sooner, we could have tried to yeah, get tickets yeah. for it. I, I guess we don't really plan trips that way, and that's one downside. Yeah. Is if you miss out on tickets or something, but. We'll just have to go back, and we'll know for yeah. next time to like yeah. plan around that. And yeah. I definitely want to go back because Nashville was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I will say I've only I only had one fried chicken, Nashville fried chicken. I think the whole time. I think so. we had two. Well, you had Prince's. Prince's. Oh yeah, and at the bar, and then we had one at Whiskey River. Whiskey River, yeah, yeah. Which is whis- now that I think about it, is Whiskey River a chain? It might be a chain. It felt kind of chainy. Yeah. It did. Um, but yeah, so we had those two. I only had the one. You had the princess by yourself, but I had the one, which I thought was spicy. You thought was sweet. It was very sweet. It was very, and he <laughs> said it was going to come out spicy, and I was like, oh, yeah. that's fine, whatever. But it, it came out sweet to me. Yeah, I thought it was spicy. <laughs> Anywho, I was a little let down by their fried chicken. I am a yeah. big buffalo chicken, natural hot chicken person. Um, yeah. Roost is better here in Chicago, I feel. Uh, Bud Long's is a mile ahead of Roost. So, like. I wonder if the difference is um, it seems like Roost and Bud Long's, um, they have like a sauce that's spicy or like a rub and a sauce that's spicy, but it's not like drippy. And like the one that we got at Whiskey River was a little drippy. It was a little drippy. Um, And what I mean by drippy is just a lot of sauce on it. Roost, I think, is just dry rub baked yeah. into the chicken yeah. and nothing really on top of it. Yeah. Um, Budlong's is definitely supposed to be, or at least it was, like the also baked into it, but also depending on yeah. the hot level you yeah. got was what they sort of splattered on yeah. top. And also at uh, Whiskey River, we didn't put the aioli on it, which is spicy. So I wonder if that gives it even more spice. 
Um, yeah, I don't like aioli, so yeah. I always get a plain. Yeah, um, so we got that on the side, but I didn't use that. I just used ranch because I was it was hot enough for me. <laughs> so, but I mean, all in all, Nashville as a whole, I really liked that city. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I want to go back and kind of explore the other like the North Gulch area. That was really cool. Yep, yep. And there's a hotel over there, so I was like, well, maybe we would just stay over there. But then also, um. When we drove in trying to find the hotel, like we saw another area that was just like a strip of bars, kind of like Broadway is. Like three blocks from our hotel, yeah. But it was, it seemed more our type. It definitely like did, yeah. Not the party, 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 but just like more divey, closer to the dive than the party yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's more, I wouldn't necessarily say dive on them so much, but just more, I don't want to say quiet because I mean, that doesn't really matter, but it's more just the, not the screaming girls. Yeah, there. you're not going there to party and get drunk. You're going there to have a good time. Yeah, which means get drunk and party, but well, <laughs> but not to that us. Kind it's of, a little bit different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but no, that that definitely seems like a cool spot, and we drove by and like, oh shit, we need to go check that yeah. out. Yeah, we just never, we never did. did. No, it we really didn't have that much time because I mean Thursday night we met your coworker, and then Friday, the concert. We had the concert that evening, which took up a lot of time. I mean, we oh, and we did the record stores in the morning. Yep, yep, yep. And then Saturday, we were really slow at getting around. So then we only had a few hours. We were slow getting around. Yeah. And but we didn't get home from the concert till 2 a.m. I was just going to say, like, the concert went fucking long. Yeah. Well, the concert got over at 11.30. Did it really? Yes. By the time we got your mom back to the hotel, it was 12.30. Okay. And then we were still a mile and a half away from them. And we walked because Uber, like, Ubers are available there. Yeah. But not readily available. Yeah, not definitely not going down to not the like, concert. And, well, definitely not at the concert. I wouldn't even want to try to get one at the concert. But even an hour after the concert, we tried to get one. Um, it was going to be 30 bucks, which I was like, okay, whatever. Like, that's fine. But it never connected. It just does the whole, like, searching for oh, a driver, yeah. searching for a driver, searching for a driver. So, and here in Chicago, sometimes that'll happen, but very rarely will it happen. And then every, the couple times we did use an Uber, it was like, it connected to a driver, but it was like 10 minutes away or 15 minutes away. So it's a little bit different than, I mean, I don't know how other cities are. Well, we used them in San Francisco and here yeah, and, and Denver, I think. And they're not, I mean, they connect right away. You get a driver right away. I don't know. It could have just been everybody there for the concert too could have been and i mean i don't use uber that much and when i do that seems to be my experience every time i use it so really yeah so Um, when you say that i'm like eh, that's how it is for me all the time um but like i said i very rarely ever use i don't know the last time you connected to a car like i only started using uber in like 2019 and my friends had to like show me how to like they're like you need to download the app and here's how you use it i was like but the train's like a 20-minute walk that way. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, but you can be at your place by the time you get to the train. So yeah. was use it, Uber. Was there transit there? Were there buses? Uh, There's like a there trolley. Buses. There's, was there a bus? I think so, but oh, okay. I don't remember anything really that's I'm jumping out. I'm sure there is, but it's not like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm and sure there is a bus. And it seems very small, too. It's a big city, but a small, yeah. big city. Yeah. Um, everything it's seems centralized. It's very spread out. Yeah. yeah. In that downtown area. Yeah. Um, and then the city spreads out. Yep, yep. Yeah. 
anyways, uh, we're almost 20 minutes in, so if you want to start talking about Yeah, I guess concert. let's get into the concert. <laughs> yeah. So, as you said, we wandered around to record stores and whatnot, then met my mom up. Um, I don't remember what time. It must have been like 4 o'clock or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like 5 o'clock. Uh, but the concert started at, Doors at 6, concert at 7, I think was what it was. Mm-hmm. And we got in. Well, that's what we thought it was. It didn't start until 7.25. Oh, so 7.30-ish. Okay. Yeah. But we thought it was 7. Oh, right, right. Doors at 6, concert at 7.30. Yeah. Um, I guess we probably just thought doors open at 6 and then the concert's at 7 because that's yeah. normal yeah. <laughs> an hour after. But um, Took an Uber there, as you said. Got a lot off like a block or so from the, the venue wherever the big everybody was walking across and you're basically right there anyway. So let us out and said, go walk. There it is. So walk through security. Very simple security to get through. They're using the new metal detectors. So boom, just go on through. And then I think we got our seats right away. Um, got a few drinks and then I went up to get merch. Yep. You all stayed there. We got we did the two and two thing again that we did with Angie and Josh at Shine yeah. Down. So your mom and your uncle were in front of us and then we were behind. Yep. I, I really like that approach when you have four people. That way you don't have yeah. to like lean over. Yeah, it was people. nicer to talk in between the bands. Yep. And then aisle seats as well. I really like the aisle just because if I'm getting up and out to go to the, get drinks or go to the bathroom a lot, then it's like it's yeah. super easy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I went to get merch. Uh, the merch line was insanely by the interest we came in chaotic there was like people just all over there seemed to be no lines and people just going up to the the place and to the the table and being like whoever they came to next um which works at bars but first <laughs> line not so much i guess a woman came up to me behind me oh, go ahead what i was gonna ask if it was together if billy joel and stevie next stuff was sold together or if it was separate nope everything was sold oh, okay. together okay because i know sometimes bands do that where they're like you have to go to this line for this yep. band or this line for this band. So so they did have, the main thing I wanted was a poster. And they had a Billy Joel, Stevie Nicks poster. There's also just like a Billy Joel poster. And I don't know if there's a Stevie Nicks poster or not. I thought I saw one. Because when we walked in, we, I, we walked by this merch and I look, looked across. And I was like, I think I see three posters. But the one with the two of them together, uh, the show poster was the one I wanted. And I'm standing in line. It's looking chaotic, and I'm like, I can't see over all these people if it's there or not, but I'll just get in line and wait. And a woman comes up to me, and she's like, huh, this is a little not well. And I was like, no, it doesn't seem like it. And she's like, she looks around a little bit, and she's like, I think I'm going to go try my luck elsewhere. There's got to be more, right? And I was like, yeah, I think there is always like more than one merch. And she left, and then I look, and I can kind of see through some people, and I see that where the center of the merch was all everything was gone and i was like i think that's where i saw the poster and i kind of look again i don't really see it and i was like fuck it i'm just gonna gamble and go try to find another merch as well i ended up finding one like 30 feet away like super fucking close i never saw one it's where you got the peanuts i think oh was there one over there there was one i guess a little further than 30 feet yeah it was really close yeah that's like four sections down from where our section was okay um Line was super long, whatever. I get in line and I see the poster up there. I was like, all right, this is what I want. This is what I'm going to get. But it was going so goddamn slow. And then I hear Stevie Nicks start. I'm like, God damn it. Whatever. And then she goes into her second song. I'm like, fuck, I love this. God damn it. I wanted to hear this song. Um, is that her single? No. Um, oh. So I guess let's go over the set list real quick. Okay. Her. 
do, do, do. So how many songs did you miss? Three? I think I missed two and a half to three. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, one, of them, one of them that you missed, I texted you. So. Yeah. Um, Outside the Rain was the first one. She, she came out to a uh, Running Down a Dream was her intro track. Okay. Um, then Outside the Rain, Dreams is the one I heard. Um, thunder only happens when it's raining. And I text you that and you're like, it's thundering? It's raining? And I was like, it's the lyric of the song. Oh. And I at that point I knew you you weren't paying attention. You were over it already probably. No. No? I was listening. Okay. Um, then she came out with... Um, if anyone falls, drop, stop dragging my heart around. Is that one Billy Joel? That so, one's Billy Joel. Yeah. So that, so you missed part of that song. Oh at shoot, least. that's right. That's when I came back. So yeah. into the fourth track. Yeah. Because I, I remember walking out and like I think that's Billy Joel up yeah. there. Yeah. And that's when I texted you because she went into this whole spiel about how it wasn't her song and somebody stripped their voice from it so she could sing it. Tom Petty is that whose song it was? I think it was Tom Petty's song, and he like stripped. I don't know, but. Whoever originally sang the song stripped, they, they hadn't released it yet. And she needed a single so that she could get out there. So they stripped her his voice from the song and she sang the song. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's when I texted you. Uh, if you want to, what did I text you? Like, oh, if you all want a single. If you all want a single, say fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't, that's what I didn't understand me, what you were yeah. talking about. Oh, I thought from back where, when you're waiting for merch, you could hear her speech thing. No, so, not really. You could hear her singing, but not the speech. Not the, the speech. Talks. Yeah, so that's why I text you that because I'm just like, that's the first thing that popped in my head when she's like, oh, I need a single so that people knew who I was. I was <laughs> like, y'all want a single? Say fuck that. <laughs> Interesting. No, I missed all of that and I didn't know that backstory. So, yeah. like, I don't know a whole lot of Stevie Nicks stuff. Um, I know she was in um, Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. And I only know that she told me. And Rumors, like, I love that album. It's like one of the greatest classic oh, okay. rock albums of all time in my opinion and i was so excited to see stevie nicks to hear a lot of fleetwood mac stuff i figured there would be a lot of that a lot of the stuff she sung was her own stuff outside of that as well and i was surprised how much there was and how little of it i knew yeah although there's one song we'll get to the end it's the end of her first set uh before the encore i was like oh yeah that's what that song is um like it, it as soon as I heard it, I was like, I've heard this song several oh, okay. times, and I know this song. Okay. Anyway, we'll get to that. Uh, Stop Dragging My Heart Around. That's the one you were talking about, the single. Yep. Then we had Fall From Grace, For What It's Worth, Gossip, another Fleetwood Mac song. That says Gypsy, not Gossip. All right. Gypsy. <laughs> another Fleetwood Mac song. <laughs> Wild Heart. Belladonna. Stand Back, Free Fallen, and Tom Petty cover that we actually were able to add to the set list because she has a version that oh, she sings she? herself. Okay. I was going to throw it on there anyway because like, I love that yeah. fucking song. I know that song. I've heard that song. Yeah. Gold Dust Woman, Fleetwood Mac again, and Sarah, Fleetwood Mac. And then the last one in the set that we're talking about, Edge of 17. As soon as that started, it's like, oh shit, I know this song. And even today, I re-listened to the set list again. And it came on, it's like, Holy shit, I forgot about that song already. And it was the same sort of like, I know this song. I've okay. heard it several times. Then she came out for two encores. Uh, Rhiannon, a uh, Fleetwood Mac song. And then Landslide, yep. again a Fleetwood Mac song. With Cheryl Crow. Yeah, I know Landslide because um, I think they go by the chicks now, but they used to be Dixie Chicks. Singing. Oh, really? Yeah. 
So that was in the 90s. Oh, they, I they didn't know that. It. Yeah. Okay. And then she came out after all of that and was like, Shell Crow was so close to being in Fleetwood Mac and due to like scheduling conflicts or children or some shit like that, she wasn't. I wasn't quite sure what the fuck was going on with all of that. Yeah, I didn't know that was Cheryl Crow. I didn't either. Yeah, and was Cheryl Crow also there the night before? Because we were walking back from dinner. It sounded like at the, um, the where the, the hockey team plays, there was somebody singing. No, so I figured that out, though. Oh, who's that? Um, so Shania Twain was the person singing during Oh, that. really? Yeah. But around that stadium, um, there's big uh, pillars yeah. That are kind of see. I mean, if you look just right there, see through, but they have speakers in there. Oh, so just blasting so music. Just blasting music, and I think as the day goes on, the louder it gets. So that's why that night it was like yeah nine o'clock at night, and it was blast. I mean, it, so- it sounded like a concert was happening. It did. It was like it did. It was like live music sound. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't. It, it's those pillars are playing music. So, huh? Interesting. I saw that. Maybe it was. Uh. Saturday. When you're wandering around there. Yeah. Um, maybe when we were walking back to the hotel or something, I saw that. Oh, no, we took an Uber back. I can't remember. At one point you yeah, saw Yeah, at it. one point. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that was Cheryl Crow. I remember her singing Whiskey Lullaby in the 90s. Yep, yep, yep. And it didn't look like her. But <laughs> then again, that was 30 years ago. Yeah, and I was... I was wondering when what she meant like she almost was in like was this back in the 70s she was almost in it or was it in the 90s or yeah i don't like, know yeah. i didn't understand that reference and once again i don't know much about stevie nicks other than she was in fleetwood mac for a period of time and are they still a band i think they are but like stevie nicks had a big falling out i think okay. with everyone like the whole rumors album i think was like two couples and they were always fucking each other and like, just drama after drama after drama for everything. Yeah. Like it's just, at least that's my vague memory of that album. It's an amazing album. I love Is that the what album. The album's about, or that's just what was happening at that the time? That was just what happening while they were recording it. Oh, okay. It was, yeah, like, everybody fucking everyone behind their backs type thing. Okay. Like, a high school, basically, right? Yeah. But this was also, like, the 70s, so free love and all that kind of shit. And she's definitely a, a, a hippie girl. Yeah, so. she said that at the concert. Um, Yeah, and when she covered For What It's Worth by a Buffalo... Springfield again, another like classic rock song that I love, and you always like when you hear it. It's like holy shit, this is the seventies. This song is fucking awesome. It's great. I was so happy to hear that. But the one thing she didn't play that I wanted to hear so bad was the chain, which again on on rumors by Fleetwood Mac, it's like one of the greatest bass like bits in it, like. Mm, okay. You can leave that in and cut that out. I don't care. Um, okay. But like, well, that, I'll cut that out because yeah, yeah. you can't have that. But that that bass bit in it, I just I love that so much. Um, I think it was in like Guardians of the Galaxy, either the first or second movie. Oh, really? I can't remember. I think it was the second one. Okay. And it was like in a bunch of the promo shit for it too. And like I heard that, I was like, holy shit, this soundtrack is gonna be better than the first movie. Okay. I don't think it necessarily was. I think the first movie soundtrack like the is like one. so goddamn good. Yeah. But at the same time, like I was just I was excited to hear that song and she didn't play it and 
I was a little disappointed. I don't know if there's something going on where she can't play it or she chooses not to play it, but she didn't play it, and I was like, eh, whatever. It was it was still a fine performance. Um, her crowd interaction bits, I wasn't necessarily the biggest fan of. She came out with different shaws, and apparently that's a big yeah. deal. Um, <laughs> I noticed that too. That she had like wardrobe, like she had a black dress on all night, but then she had like different colored. Uh, like scars and stuff that Shaws. she is. Yeah, Shaw's scarves, whatever you want to say. With like bedazzled different. Yeah. And it's like, I have a whole collection of this. And like fan, the true fans who were there to see her were excited when she brought out the Shaw's. Yeah. But I saw, I mean, granted, I have a couple of them, but I saw people in black dresses as well with like covers. Kind of like oh, the, yeah, the yeah. one that I have. So I wonder if it's like a whole thing. It could like, be, yeah. If she always wears black. I don't know. But like she always wears black and then just has like different covers. Yeah. I, I enjoyed her set a lot. I'm not going to lie. I did. Um, good amount of Fleetwood Mac in there. Good amount of other stuff. And once again, like I said, The Edge of 17. I, I've i heard that song several, several times, and I did not know that was her. And Is it like, her, though? Or is she just singing somebody else's song? song? I think it's her okay. song. I'm pretty sure it's okay. her song. Because it's... So, she had interaction between, like, almost every single song. Yeah. Which you've, like, called out Kiss for that. I was and gonna I was bring like, that up too. I was like, it's almost the same. But every single time it's like, oh, so and so wrote this song, like kind of like what I was saying about what I don't even know what the name of the song is, where Billy Joel came out and sang. But like they stripped his voice off of it so she could sing it. And it's like maybe every band does that. I don't know, but I'm like, that's kinda I think it was that in that song in particular sounds like it was a like a, a personal thing, like this individual, which we think might be Tom Petty, you don't remember. I don't. I, don't, know. I didn't. Hear I mean, that. it could not be that song, also. But. Right, but anyway, where it's like, this person gave up their song to give me a break, to get me into the industry, yeah. to help me out, type thing. Um, so that's 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 cool. It's personal to like Stevie Nicks for sure. For yeah. like, this was what allowed me to do what I wanted to do. Potentially, like maybe that's what she's thinking. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I do enjoy that sort of history aspect of it to like know the past and, and all of that, like just to understand how these songs were made. But I would watch a documentary on it at home. Yeah. I don't want to do it at a concert. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I get that. But also we're not used to going to shows where they're like, so-and-so wrote this song for me in 1978. So because like we're used to them saying, I wrote this song because I was struggling yeah. or I wrote this song because I had these feelings or this happened to me and I wrote this song. The meaning of this song is X, Y, Z. Yeah. Like I w- went to prison and I wrote this song. Like that's what we're used to. We're not used to s- somebody saying like so-and-so wrote this song for me. But <laughs> like, to be fair, the, the majority of the bands we go to see haven't been doing it for 50 years. Not so, yet. Not yet, exactly. But give it <laughs> another 20 years. But even like Metallica, they're at 40 years. Do they write their own music? Yeah. Okay. But no, this is, this, it's, it is a bit of a different thing, but they're not coming out there and giving a story for everyone. It's They barely even do that anyway. Any crowd No, they reaction. don't. But I'm just saying like, even if they do say like what the song is about, they wrote it or the band wrote it. Not somebody writing it for them. I guess I didn't take that. Oh, it drove me nuts because I'm like, so this isn't your song. I didn't take. Maybe that it was bit. because she said the whole thing of like I strip or they stripped their voice and gave the song to me. I like maybe that just put a sour taste in my mouth of like. I think it did because I mean you aren't even writing your own music. 
she's writing her own music, I think. I think that... And, and maybe that's normal. Maybe it's normal. And I'm just not used to it. Yeah, and I, I guess when you said they stripped their voice off of it, I, I didn't take that as they stripped the voice off and you she sung the lyrics. That yeah, they sung. it was already recorded. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, sorry. Sorry, the, the music was recorded. They took the lyrics that they had written off of it and their voice off of it, but then she got to go on and lay her own lyrics and her own voice on top of it. Her voice of the lyrics that were already written. Did she say that? Yeah. Like, okay, well, yeah. I mean... Maybe. I mean, um, that's how I took what she said. Anyways. Anyway, we don't have to talk about that. I was just making a point that generally what we're used to is there's a meaning behind the song and it has to do with something that happened in their life, not taking somebody else's <laughs> written music and singing it for yourself. And again, I, the way I take that, not to harp on this too much, the way I interpret that, even though I wasn't there to hear it, so I didn't know, like, I didn't hear everything. I'm getting it from you, secondhand paraphrase and all of that. But when you explained it the first time, the way I interpreted it as, oh, she's starting off solo career. Maybe it was after uh, Fleetwood Mac and she was out and she wanted to do her own solo thing. And it was another musician being like, here you go. Have this song. It's yours. Take it. Go ahead. Run with it. This is yours going Maybe. forward. I don't know. That's how I interpreted what you were what you were saying. Okay. But I mean, you were thinking she was with Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac people would supposedly it's one of the most popular bands in the world, <laughs> even though I don't know any of their songs. Not that I know any, everybody's songs, but uh, that's what she said was it was one of the most popular bands in the world. Definitely uh, in the seventies. Maybe sure. in the seventies, but now I think there's way more popular bands, but anyways, uh, on all sides on pop and no, no, I agree. Metal, agreed, agreed. Like, but like, at one point in time, they were definitely... Well, then you say, at one point in time, we are the most popular band in the world, not... I think it's interpreted are. that way, not like... Anyways. I knew uh, this episode was going to suck because I did not enjoy it. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> so, I don't even know where I was going with that, so it doesn't matter. Let's move on. Fine. I The one thing you did mention that I, I picked up on, and I don't think I picked up on it as much with Stevie Nicks, but definitely with Billy Joel, um, was the... You wrote this song, or I wrote this song, or whoever, like, in 1970, blah. Or, you know, yeah, like, yeah. always, like, we have to tell you when we wrote the song. Yeah. Like, I don't or give a shit about that. this record, or... Right. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, yeah, like, to go back from saying that, I mean, we called that out with Kiss, too, when we talked about Open yeah. Air. But, like, even thinking about going to Metallica for the 40th, they never announced when they wrote the song. But, I mean, you could figure it out by when it goes, but... I mean, I can kind of, I guess, thinking about it now, this music is definitely not as hard or fast. It's starting off slower. It's starting off uh, more mellow. Like, there's nothing yeah, nearly there's as hard as... nothing hard about this No, music. but that's what I'm trying to say. Is okay. There's nothing like that. And when at, like, a harder show, like Metallica, when the guitar kicks in, the riff, and as soon as you know what riff that is... Then the crowd gets pumped and cheers. Oh, uh, okay. I get that now that you're saying that because as soon as she would say like the album, people would get yes. or Billy Joel would say the album. She would say like she would actually I think say the name of the song yeah, and yep. people would go crazy. Right. So it's it's your way of saying. pumping up the crowd to I get see what pre you're prep for the song. And then if you can start giving little tidbits of nineteen seventy one, then like the people who know yeah. are like, yeah. Holy shit, that's I get it. album XYZ. Yeah. 
where you're you're right like at metal shows it's like that first sound like first guitar first drum first whatever it is like you know what it is holy fuck we're getting this yeah holy shit yes let's go let's get pumped yeah yeah i get it yeah where if the music's not there then you have to kind of or if it's just the same piano melody every single song then you have to kind of give it yeah that's the other thing is i mean i don't play guitar i don't play piano it all sounded the same to me. There, there was, was no yeah. different. It, it seemed like, I mean, I've heard like that you play the same chords or whatever. It almost seemed like the exact same thing for a lot of the songs. Yeah. And that got to me <laughs> pretty quick. I don't know. I, like I said, I enjoyed. Yeah, no, I know Stevie's you enjoyed it. I know you guys enjoyed it. Your um, mom enjoyed it. She did, yeah. And I mean, I think that helped me, not necessarily helped me enjoy it. I would have enjoyed it regardless, but. That was fun to see her enjoying it as much as she did. Yeah. Um, so I did ha- I did get a blast out of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, a fine set. Definitely something that I enjoyed. Um, not necessarily something I need to see again. No. <laughs> um, but. Not for that price. Definitely not for the yeah. price. But we'll, we'll talk about that, that at the end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, whatever. It is what it is. Um, yeah. As I said, I enjoyed it. You not, yeah. not as much. No, I mean, I listened to every. You said that I wasn't listening. I was checked out. I was scrolling my phone. That never happened. I was taking pictures for Instagram, trying to get pictures. Trying to get pictures. It was a bit tough. Well, it's tough when you're half of <laughs> or three quarters of a field away from the stage. Um, what was I saying? Oh, and then I was listening to every every song. Yeah. I mean, I was never like talking on my phone or texting yeah. people or anything. So, I mean, we, we didn't really touch on the stadium all that much other than it's a stadium. Uh, yeah. It's a football stadium. Uh, and like we said, you've been to one stadium, you've been to them all, but I actually really enjoyed this venue. Oh really? It was massive. Um, like we've been to soldier field. We've been to the United center and we basically got the same seats we got at the United center for Roger Waters. Same sort of edge seat in the 100 section. We were a bit further up, but we were in that same general area. And my thought was, it worked really well for Roger Waters. It will work here. I didn't take into account that Roger Waters was in the center of the center. Yes. In yeah. the center of this would have been so much better if it was in the center. Agreed. 100%. But it was all the way on the end, end zone. Is that yeah. what it's called? It was the all the way post. on that <laughs> side of the stadium, on one yeah. side of the stadium, like a general. Yeah, um, like a normal concert. Yeah. But the fucking venue was massive, too. Um, it kind of sort of reminded me of Vegas, but Vegas having much more seating because it's an actual oval Yeah, what's that one thing. called? The Allstate Arena? No. Allegiant. Um, Allegiant Air Arena. I don't know. Whatever, yeah, whatever it's, the Raiders play. Yeah, it's the Allegiant Airline Arena. But I don't know what the actual name is. Yeah, but I mean, this was fucking massive compared to Soldier Field, which is oh, another yeah, yeah. football stadium. This one, like... Four hundred section was probably like a five hundred or six hundred section. It was just, it was stacked on. It high. was very large, yeah. And fucking sold out too. Like so many goddamn no, people there was like, for that. I could see three boxes open. People didn't buy those. <laughs> those that's a little different. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, it was it was packed. It was. I mean, was it sold out though? I, I don't think it was, but it was pretty goddamn I mean, close. Yeah, it's not like where you sometimes see, uh, where like there's huge sections missing. It it was pretty full. And we you touched on the floor a little bit. The floor was weird as shit. Yeah. You had, you had a square up front by the stage. Yep. It like was like normal. the whole length of the stage. I don't know, back to maybe like the half. 
yeah. line. And then you had sort of like this middle section that like rectangle on top of it that just jutted out. Yeah. There was so much open space that I'm yeah. so confused why. Well, like how it, well, yeah, I don't understand why the whole back was empty. They did have a bar down there. And then they also, did. also they had where it kind of that tail thing kind of jetted out on the two sides. They had um, speakers yeah. because otherwise I doubt if they have speakers. So, or, you know, for like the sound. So that was what they used. Yeah. So I think that that's why this chairs didn't go, but it was all fo- like metal folding chairs. Yep. Yep. Like, like folding chairs. Like when we were at Green Day, it was like that on the field. Yeah. Yeah. And it w- I hated it at Green Day and I would not like I just I don't understand why you have to have a seat when you're going to be stand. As soon as Stevie Nicks went on, people stood up. Yep. And like you never sat down. So it's like, what's the point of having a seat if you're just going to stand the whole time? Yep. So I am going to Dead and Company here shortly and we're on the field and we have assigned seating like this. And the first time I went to Dead and Company with Jim, a buddy of mine, I went with him 2019 and a few other people. Um, we went again in last year, and we're going again this year for their final one. But in between 2019 was 2020, and then 2021 when we saw Green Day, I was like, "Oh no, you can just you can wander around, you can do whatever you, can you do want. whatever you want, wherever you want." <laughs> and you can and you can't. Dead and Company is a little different where people do just, they have their assigned seat, but nobody fucking stays in it. I mean, a lot of people do, but mostly people just wander around. Yeah, but also, I mean, between 2019 and 2022 when you went, things were a little different. When we went, it was the first it was yeah concert. I mean, it was like summer of 2021, so things were still a little... Just opening. Yeah. <laughs> where, I mean, we just stayed in our spots with our masks on and didn't move. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But, I mean, even at... He, Jim was telling me that he's been doing a past Dead and Company show where they did that and somebody had a pocket knife or something. So it was like way back when apparently. Oh yeah, it would have to be. Yeah. Um, and started cutting like the the, the, the zip, zip ties, ties, holding them yeah. shut, and undoing all the chairs. And they would walk them over to a corner of the stadium where nobody was. There was nothing going to happen there, and stacking them. They're like, we don't want these here. We're going to move them out of the way in an organized fashion so we have room to dance and room to have fun. Yeah. Um, I do like that atmosphere and I'm surprised that really didn't happen here of just people like wandering around doing their own thing. But no, it was very, this is my seat. I'm here and it's yeah. not comfortable. We've been to other shows like that. It's yeah. Cause we saw Lumineers like that right yeah. before COVID too. And I didn't like it there either. So it's not, I mean, I just don't understand why you have this feel or like the, the field or the, um, stadium, whatever you want to call it, the floor. And then you have chairs on it. The only thing I can think of is it does allow for it to look more packed. Where if it's just a GA That's floor, true. people are going to push to the front and get and as close as they back. can. Yeah. And then the back is just empty. But wouldn't you be able to sell more tickets that way? You might. I mean, think of Romstein. I mean, some of it in the back was empty or there was spots in the back, but it was pretty, pretty packed. Yeah. So it's like if you could sell all those pl- se- um, standing room, not seats, but standing room, like, why wouldn't you do that instead of having a seat? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's also a different type of show where people, I think, are more likely to sit down and... Yeah, but yeah, during the performance, they didn't. Yeah, so. fair. I don't know. I, I, I get it. It's just, it. It's just something I'm not into. No, agreed. I so. don't like it either. Yeah. I don't like it either. Um, I mean, if if you go to a show and that's what they have, I would be like, let's just get stadium seating then right. instead of floor seating. Exactly. Um, okay, are we going to Billy Joel? <laughs> yeah, let's get into Billy Joel. Okay. So, Billy Joel played for... Quite a long time. 
uh, 21 song set with a what five song encore. So 21 total, 16 normal, five song encore. That's probably the longest set I think we've ever seen. Uh, yeah, I think 18 is probably the longest we've seen. Yeah. But did they, so on the Setlist FM, did they put the, like, uh, Rolling Stone song and stuff that he only played one verse of? No, that was not on there. Oh, okay. But yeah, that was funny. Well, I don't know when that happened, but there yeah, was a part know. where he's like, I'm not, I'm not ye- as young as I used to be, and I'm not yeah. Mick Jagger, so, so I'm not moving. I think it was the third song, because he played the first two songs sitting at the piano. Okay. And I almost was like, is he going to play every song sitting at the piano? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, or maybe the fourth song, maybe... I don't know. Um, but anyways, he played a few songs sitting at the piano, and then they're like, oh, they want me to stand for this one. Oh. So I'm assuming it was part of, like, the chore- choreography. How do you say that? Um, chore- actually, it was choreography. 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 Yeah, go ahead. It was actually the fifth song um, with Start Me Up intro. So. Okay. Anyway, the first. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. No, go ahead. So, and, but yeah, so he said, like, they want me to stand up for this one. And he's like, but uh, but I don't move like Jagger. Yeah. And then they went into that. For like so. just 30 seconds or so. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he started out with Miami 2017, um, followed by My Life, Vienna, Zanzibar, then An Innocent Man, the fifth song, the one where it was the start me up uh, intro bit to it. The Longest Time, uh, Just the Way You Are, Allentown, Shameless, Moving Out, followed by Sometimes a Fantasy, then we get Only the Good Die Young, The River of Dreams, Nassan Dorma, uh, which was a cover of, I threw it on our playlist, it's like a Italian song that you would hear in like a movie, or when you think of like an Italian movie, okay, uh, yeah. or the song that would be played during like the Italian scene or in Italy, yeah. like that's the sort of singing and style you're going to get. And what you expect. But then that leads into um, scenes from an Italian restaurant. And I was like, oh, it fits really, really well. Followed by Piano Man to end the main set. Then we get We Didn't Start the Fire for the start of the encore. Uptown Girl. It's still rock and roll to me. Big Shot. And You May Be Right to end in the night off uh, with, like I said, 21, 21 tracks. Um, it was a long, long set. Yeah, it was a long time. I enjoyed it. I listened to it again, like I said earlier, the 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 concert over through the the set list we threw on our playlist. Um, a lot of songs I didn't know from Billy Joel, honestly. Um, like that he played. Yeah, that like he played. Yeah. You didn't know them at all, or you didn't know that he sang them. Didn't know them at all. Oh, okay. Um, okay. The scenes from an Italian restaurant was one of them, and it's. So I actually kind of like that song. It's really weird. Like, it's slow and kind of boring to me at the beginning. Well, they even had an um, uh, Italian singer come out yeah. and sing it. Yeah. Yep, that was, the, I think, the bit before the uh, the one, like I said, led into it, The what you would expect to hear for, like, a um, in an Italian restaurant or okay. in an Italian movie scene type thing. Okay. But it, it was not boring. It was, like, telling a story, and it was just slow and not, like... I didn't like the the chords or the the piano music that was backing it, the music backing it. But then it like switched on a dime and got really like the tempo picked up a bit. Oh, okay. I don't remember that. I enjoyed the I enjoyed that middle bit. It's like oh, that's really cool. 
and then it ends going back to how it began. And I was like, eh, that's fine. It's, okay. That's cool. Um, but yeah, overall, I enjoyed this set too a lot. Um, I guess the Piano Man was there. But um, you didn't see Piano Man. I didn't see it. I heard it. I saw some of it, right? You came back like at the end, at like four minutes into the song. Yeah, so I heard the last three minutes. Yeah. Um, no, is it seven minutes long? It's like a seven minute long song, oh, okay. yeah. Um, I was questioning. Um, well, Shameless I had heard because Garth Brooks covered that. Oh, really? Yeah. So back in the nineties, I've heard that, and then, oh, the only um only the good die young. So his little banter before that said that um radio stations like banned that and wanted to blackball him, and oh, I yeah. don't understand why. But I don't I think it's the seventies. I guess yeah. and that's a different time. Like I don't. Yeah. I I was just like I was listening to. It, I was trying to listen to lyrics and everything, and I'm just like I don't understand why this would be blackballed. Blacklist. Is it blacklist? Yeah, you can get blacklist, so you can't. Like, you can't be play in the anymore. Industry and oh, okay. All that. Yeah. Whatever. Blackballed. Blacklist. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, I didn't know very many of the songs. No, I mean. Try to take you to piano bars every now and then. And I don't you're like, like them. <laughs> this is boring. It's so stupid. I hate so this. Why the fuck am I here? The this part that I don't like is I don't know the songs. And also, I don't drink. So it's not fun. And like, you don't learn the songs, though, either. Like, when I'm playing it, you're like, eh, this is stupid. Why are you playing this music for me? Okay. Do you not feel that way when you hear, whenever I put this music on? No. Okay. I just don't like to listen to it. <laughs> I don't know. It's. I'm just not into it, and I no, don't feel fine. like you should be forced to no, be into agreed. something that you don't want to. So agreed. So yeah, I mean, I I did enjoy the show a lot. I enjoyed Stevie Nicks a lot. Um, was it like my favorite concert I've ever been to? No, not even close. Yeah. Um, but was it an enjoyable time? Yeah, I, I enjoyed this a lot. I was thinking when we bought tickets for this that I wanted to try to go to maybe once a year some sort of classic rock type okay. show. Last year was Roger Waters. This year, Billy Joel. Next year, who knows what it will be. Um, but it's it's fun. And the same thing I thought when buying Billy Joel was, he's going to die soon. The guy's fucking old. It's got to be like, like 80 something or whatnot. Right, 74. Oh, all right. He's not that old then. No. But still. We had that conversation walking back because you kept saying that he was old. And I'm like, he's not that old. Like, my father is older than him. Yeah, I and guess. Maybe, maybe we have like, 10, 20 more years of Billy Joel hanging around. So, all right, maybe. Yeah, he's not the Rolling Stones. They're 80. See, and we did that too with Josh and Angie when we were at the the bar. We were talking about like um, uh, Motley Crue, and I thought oh. they were like 70. Oh, they're like 60. They're like 60, and I was like, well, yeah. shit, I guess I'm really off on age here. Yeah, most of the bands we listen to are like 50 or 60. Well, not most of them, but like a lot of them that were like popular in the 80s and 90s yeah yeah they're like 50, uh, 50 or 60 now i guess i always think they're a lot older than that but i, kinda, I, don't I know. mean i feel like that was just forever ago I we feel old yeah we're mid 30s so anywho i was like I, I would like to see him before he dies type thing like we did like you said with the rolling stones yeah yeah because we did have the opportunity to see them before the charlie passed charlie yeah the drummer passed so I, I'm happy we did get to see the show. Um, would I ever do it again? Probably, probably not. No. It's <laughs> a low, 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 like yeah percent. 
if we did it again, I would definitely get the cheapest tickets I could get, like the nosebleeds. Yeah. I would agree because you're not watching the stage. You're not. You're watching the jumbotrons, and like yeah. even from where we were sitting, like, eh, it was fine. The, I don't know. It wasn't as fun because then you're just watching, like, like if we um Tinley Park, if you're in the lawn, yeah, you're yeah. watching the yeah the screen. It's like watching a movie at home type. Yeah, thing. I mean, and I wouldn't pay three hundred dollars a ticket to watch a screen. No, no, and like, but also I wouldn't pay thousands of dollars to be on right the floor. Front, yeah, right, right in front of the stage. Yeah. So. But then, like, I think I'm just not going. <laughs> yeah, but then at the nosebleeds, those are probably like eighty buck tickets. Yeah. So I don't think I'd pay that much either. I have had just as much fun, if not more fun, at a piano bar. Go pay twenty buck cover charge. These tickets were two hundred and twenty bucks or something, right? So now it's two hundred dollars for the night to buy booze and. Well, yeah, but after fees and stuff, it was almost three hundred dollars. Right, but I mean, even if you take the fees off, like, there's no way you're going to spend two hundred dollars. Maybe. <laughs> I wouldn't. You would not, right. But, I mean, the point is it's the piano bar is just as much fun. You're going to hear the same key songs that you want to hear and a lot more. And you're going to have a lot of fun just doing that. So yeah. I I think I would opt to do a piano bar over St. Billy Joel again. Yeah. Happy we got to do the experience. But also, if we never got to do it, I would have been just fine. Yeah. I would also probably not travel for one of these shows. No, because no. I mean, if you, I mean, that's why we drove instead of flying because of costs as well. Because we were spending so much money on the show, so much money on the hotel, and then you had to eat. Obviously, we ate a lot of fast food, yeah. but I mean, you had to pay for all that, and then yeah, just all the money all together is just like I wouldn't travel for this. Like if it's at the United Center or the Soldier Field, yes, maybe, maybe um, pay for the cheap tickets. But like you were saying, like you want to do a show every year, but I'm not paying. Yeah. I'm not spending $2,000 to do it again. But I mean, also Aerosmith's coming around later this oh, year, Oh, we right? can't even afford those. And no. it's like $400 for behind the stage. It's 175 to sit behind the stage. Right. But I would, I mean, I wouldn't even pay that probably to sit in the 100 level. No, I wouldn't either. Like, so, I mean, we're not going to that concert because no. it's, at first when it was announced, I was like, oh, we could try to go just because it, you know. It would be fun. Yeah. Like it's just the iconic nature of it but once we saw ticket prices we're like yeah hell no <laughs> like, and that's, we're not going and that would definitely be more of a classic rock that's up your speed up yeah, your alley than yeah that's billy more joel for sure yeah that's so billy joel's considered rock music i think classic rock yeah oh really i wouldn't even consider it that i thought a lot of the music sounded like what my grandparents would listen to and my grandma well i mean there was was there electric guitar yeah oh okay would have been shaken yeah, she doesn't listen to anything that has the electric guitar because her gizzard shakes. I mean, I don't know if <laughs> it is classic rock. I would classify it as classic rock, would but like you? on the very low end like, of the scale. I wouldn't necessarily Stevie Nicks or Billy Joel. Stevie Nicks for sure, yeah. Really? Classic rock? Yeah. Oh. I mean, especially the Fleetwood Mac stuff for sure. I don't know. Uh, maybe just what I think of classic rock versus... Go to Wikipedia. Wikipedia always knows. It just says American singer. <laughs> Genres. Genres. Rock, pop, soft rock. Pop. Pop rock. <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely get the yeah. pop too, like 70s pop for sure. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you got to think of the time frame too, but yeah. I don't know. I I know like... Pop rock makes sense to me more than classic rock, but to me those sort of meld together somewhat a lot. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't necessarily like the slowness of the songs yeah. or there's not much bass or drums. Well, that one song they played like the bongo drums though. That was yeah, pretty yeah. cool. I don't know what song that was. I but think that was Zanzibar really cool. would be my guess. Oh, really? I would think so. Um, I thought it was later in the set. but Oh, maybe. I don't um, know. But then also there's a song where they go through all the 80s pop uh, or pop culture of the 80s. Oh, um, we didn't start the fire. Yeah, we didn't start the fire. And one thing that drove me nuts is they say Disneyland in there. And they show on the screen a picture of Magic Kingdom Castle, which is in Disney World. I do remember you telling me that, yeah. Like, I don't know why those little things just bug me, but well, I'm you're like... You're also like a Disney fanatic. Are you, you're less than you used to be. Google but. it. <laughs> Fucking Google it before you put it on a screen. They Googled Disney and Disney Castle, and that's what they found. And they're like, all right, we'll oh, use so it. So they chose the first image of Disney Castle? Yeah, 100%. That's well, what Google happened. Google Disneyland, and it would not come up as Magic Kingdom. <laughs> Anyways... There was an article that they fucked that up to saying that Disneyland was going back at DeSantis. And people are like, Disney World is in Florida. <laughs> Disneyland is in California. Anyways, it's just those little things that I just feel like if you're putting on this huge production, like... Do your homework a little bit better. Do a little bit of homework. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, it was a fine concert. And I'm sorry you thought that I hated it or that I looked at my phone all the time or whatever you said, but... I listened to every song. I was trying to pick up on things that I liked to be positive, things I didn't like to be negative, but I don't think I had very many positives. <laughs> um, I liked fine. seeing your mom happy. That was fun. Um, and I don't know. I, I just, I'm not into like the dancing music and I felt like a lot of people around us were just dancing. Oh, they were the for whole sure. time. Yeah, yeah. And like that's, and one, doing that in the seats is like hard. Maybe that's why they just need to open the floor yeah. and just let you move around but um i don't know it was fine yeah like i said i enjoyed the experience i'm glad we did it um if i could do it again or if i if we get the opportunity to do it again i'm probably gonna say no i'm good yeah at least for them yeah yeah Yeah. um we didn't really talk about the walking out we went over the the pedestrian bridge you mentioned it took a while to leave and that reminded me a lot of vegas Vegas. that one yeah because vegas was almost the same except for they opened the roadway, so I yeah. felt like it moved quicker yeah. in Vegas. But um, it was just a mass of people going over this pedestrian walking bridge, yeah. uh, which is it was kind of cool. But also, like, we walk everywhere because we're in Chicago, and not everybody walks yeah. our pace. So it's yeah. a bit annoying to be like, all right, let's it was hard. do yeah. half steps because people aren't walking the same pace yeah. we are. But yeah, I mean, as we've said, we do feel like this was overpriced for what we got. Um, Did we finish talking about walking? Oh, no. <laughs> Good job. Um, where were we at? Uh, walking over the bridge. People not walking as fast as... Oh, right, right. But still, it was. It re- I kind of like that sight of just seeing everybody walking. Everybody's happy anyway because it's like we just... We were at a show that we really wanted to be at. We enjoyed ourselves. Let's... I guess it's time to head home. We're all going to the same place. Yeah, yeah. So while it's... It is that you're walking a half pace and I need you to walk a full pace at the same time. It's like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't necessarily like the mass exit thing or like when you're in a big crowd of people, but yeah, I mean, you're all going to the same, well, not the same spot, but y'all have the same mission of getting across that bridge so you can spread out. And yeah, that's where we were going or what we were trying to do. 
And that's just how that stadium's set up. It's like I said, it's I enjoyed the stadium. It was kind of cool. It's all outdoor. Um, but yeah, all in all, a, a good evening. A bit overpriced for what we think you got. Um, other people will be like, "Holy shit, that's awesome!" You got to like, yeah, keep, like big yeah. big fans. Like my mom was probably like, "That's perfectly fine. I've paid more to see him." Elsewhere, you know, something yeah, like that. Yeah, probably I mean, she probably did it in the 90s, but. I mean, just for inflation and all yeah. that, I wonder what, yeah. what it what would, be. would have yeah. been today. But. But it's, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't pay for that again, but that's just me personally. Yeah, and I was trying to think how to end this, but, and I think that's a good way. Like, I've said it before already in this episode of, I we could have gone to a piano bar and had just as much fun, if not more fun, listening to basically the same music. And. That's true kind of for a lot of bands out there, right? Where not necessarily go to a piano bar, but there's Metallica uh, tribute bands yeah, out there. that's true. Yeah. That you can go to a small club and see them, and they're putting on fantastic fucking shows at a fraction of the cost that it costs yeah. Metallica. And you're going to go, you're going to hear the same music. You're gonna not, not, you're not going to hear James sing it, but you're going to hear a damn good vocalist up there singing away the energy of the band is going to be fucking awesome. So like if this is your thing and you know, the price is a little out of your, your range, then like there's Check out other, other things. Yeah. There's yeah. other ways to experience live music and to see the music you love live. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just go check that out. Find, find it. It's out there. Yeah. Like you are bringing up the whole price thing. Like your uncle asked like, Oh, are you guys taking out a second mortgage to see all these concerts? And I, I was like, no, but they're not all this expensive. Like yes. we go to a lot of twenty five, thirty dollar shows. Um, Reggie sometimes ten or fifteen dollar shows. Yeah. So it's like we're not seeing three hundred dollar a ticket night shows like very often at all. So that's how we go to see a lot of shows. Yeah, I mean, but you're right. Like they're not as massive or as big as this, or as iconic. I guess like Billy Joel. Or Maybe. I think that really helped with the the whole thing of the, the iconicness of it. Like, yeah. I, like I said, and he wasn't doing that many shows, so right. it's not like he's going to every city. But he's also like in Madison Square Garden, yeah. selling that yeah. constantly. So I'm like, how the fuck are there this many people that are like willing? It's it's weird to me. Yeah, but there's residents in like uh, Adele is out in Vegas, I think, yeah. and her shit sells out. I think every time too. So it's, yeah, I mean, I get I that. Know. I get that whole thing. I mean, the, with the residency, how they keep selling shows because people come and they buy the tickets or, or you know, like they travel, but and New um, York's a little different. I guess New York is definitely a very destination oriented yeah, place. Yeah. And so is Vegas. So that makes sense. Nashville. Yeah, I guess kind of, I mean, depending on what you're looking for. And it seemed like a lot of maybe even the locals were like, Oh yeah, everybody's here for the show. We got asked a lot. Like, are you here for the show? That sort of thing. So I did get asked that a couple times, and then you like, oh, we're here for Billy Joel, and like, oh, really? Where's he playing? And you're like, uh, Nissan Stadium. And you're like, oh, yeah, I guess he's that big. Yeah, you could sell that, that makes that sense. Out. Yeah. Um. So one thing we didn't mention though is the night before the show at the hotel, we actually met oh, some shit. of yeah, we met some um some of the guys who were there with the set setup or the stage setup. I forgot about that. That, yeah. was, that was a blast. Um, yeah. We were just wandering the hotel, and we were walking actually back to the hotel, and you pointed out like this this balcony thing. And we're like, is that like a presidential suite, or is that a bar? And so we went in, got like a beer or something and some snacks, 
and then ask the, the the front desk hostess and ask them like, "What's is that a bar? Is that what what's going on up there?" And they're like, "Oh no, you you can go up there. People go up there. Um, yeah, yeah, you can you can go up there." And like very hesitant about like, "Yes, we could go up there," type thing. And at first, I was like, "Why is this so like?" Why is she so iffy on this? Mm -hmm. I wasn't quite sure what that was all about. Get up there. And yeah, they're up there. There's people out there just already on the balcony, basically just smoking weed, having a good time. Mm -hmm. Um, And we were joking with them. And like, oh yeah, we're the people she was telling you to avoid. Or not to avoid, but like we're the people that she was kind of hinting around. And they're like, she's awesome. She's here every night. We've been here all week, like you were saying. Yeah. And I don't know how it came about, but they were like, yeah, we we were, we tear down and we set this this thing up. No, they said that they've been here all week for the show. I'm like, well, we're here for the show. Like, cause we kind of just thought, or like you might have asked like, oh, what show? And they said Billy Joel. And they were like, well, we're here. And they're like, well, well, we're working it. Like we set it all up. Now we're waiting for the show to get over. And they basically start working at midnight then to tear everything down. So. And they're like, metalheads they they look like the one guy has a beard like me shaved yeah. head gauged ears wearing like a black t-shirt and jeans yeah i had lama god on and he's like that's more my speed yeah. and i'm like yeah us too yeah so yeah. generally yeah generally uh but yeah it was fun just hanging out with them for a little bit talking to yeah. them uh down-to-earth people they were super friendly and yeah open to like us just hang out we even sat there like you guys you want some and we're like um i'm good right now I was also like really bad coughing and I was like, I don't want to start <laughs> coughing all over the place. Yeah, be that person. Yeah. Uh, like we, I think we might have recorded this for um, the travel vlog that we're going to try to do with this as well. But um, we so badly wanted to ask them so many questions yes. about like, how does this work? What do you do here? Like what, what's all the coordination like, like all that stuff. But then we're, we both, we never said it, but we both thought it and we talked about it after we went back to our room. But basically like, they're working here and like this was their night off. So we didn't want to bombard them with questions or make them talk about work that more than what they wanted to. I don't know if it was them or somebody else, but we were talking about that or talking to them. I can't remember. And I was like this that like the aspect of tearing down a show and putting it together fascinates the hell out of me that it's, it's like Legos to some extent, but like growing up Legos. Um, and I was like the autistic side of my brain is just like, I, Everything has its spot. Everything has its home. I need to put, like, everything fits in this trailer just perfectly or it doesn't fit right. And you know what I mean? And they were like, thanks, that hurts a little bit. But you're absolutely right. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Well, and I think they kind of made a point that also it's like they've been planning this for three weeks. Like, make sure the boxes are just right so that when you get there and you unload everything, it's just right. And then you have to do the same thing, basically, to load it up to take it back or to put it back. And I'm like... That's true. It's not like, you know, where you can just like tear it down and throw it in a truck and be like, okay, we're done. Like they have to take it to the next spot. So. Yeah. No. Um, but it was cool to meet. The, I mean, we've never really talked to anybody that's set up. No. I mean, no. we didn't really talk to them about the setup, but. Again, know. because like you were saying, like, yeah. this is their time off and I don't want to talk to somebody about my work when yeah. I'm off. Like I'd be pissed if somebody's like, well, how do you do your job? I'd be like. Yeah. I don't want to talk about this right now. I'm done working. That's what I do. So yeah. I'm like, we're not doing this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so many questions about got to respect their time and who they yeah. are. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we did see like 
all the people, all the little ants, because we can't really see them, go out on the stage between Stevie oh. Nicks and Billy Joel, and you're like, hey, we know them. <laughs> we <laughs> <Maybe>. met them. <laughs> well, I'm sure one of them at least was. Maybe one, yeah. Or one or two of them might have been who we had talked to, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That was kind of a cool thing. That, it was. There's, um, it, there's so many people that go into putting on one of these shows. Yeah. Like every show. Like it, it's amazing to see and hear a little bit behind the scenes yeah um, yeah like i said go go find live music experience live music it's it's so much fun and you're gonna meet so amazing people so yep see ya. bye